If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. And I'm DJ. And this week we are going to be talking about Dragon Quest 3DS games that you have to play. uh, You can play in English with a hacked 3DS because after talking about it for like the last five years? Probably. Four years, long time. uh, BJ actually finally did it, did the whole thing. So, I mean, I'll let you tell people about it, because I actually don't know a lot of this story myself. There's not much of a story to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a, a great journey or anything like that. I was, uh, I, the the eShop closing down is really what made me decide to do it, that uh, I guess got, like, frustrated that I wouldn't be able to download, uh, like, any kind of uh, new content or anything like that and so i saw online somewhere that you could just apply patches directly on a hacked 3ds like english patches to even a a cart that you had that you could insert so if you just put in like the rocket slime 3 cart if you had the patch on your 3ds you could patch the uh cartridge and play it in english and so that really got me thinking about it and i looked at the at the instructions on how to do it. And I'd done my Vita first and the Vita was really simple to get going and everything to get it uh, hacked and, and put the homebrew on it. And when I looked at the 3DS, it was even simpler. I'm like, I can do this. And apparently the way that you do it, the, the, the method that you use to go to these, uh, these websites and you hook it up to your, I say hook it up but with quotes like you you use the SD card and just insert it in your computer and like replace these files like core 3DS files uh, using the, the SD card. And then it's basically you just restarting your 3DS over and over again as the instructions tell you to. Like it's apparently a an idiot proof way to do it. And I started, I started to say you called it idiot proof when you were telling me about it, which I felt yeah. like was a dig towards me because I don't want to do it. I was like, I'm going to mess it up. And you're like, it's idiot proof. No, apparently, apparently that the reason I say that is that from everything that I've read, the method that they have right now on like 3ds.hacks.guide, I think is the 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 one that that is officially quote officially uh the best one it's the one that i used Uh, apparently it can't brick your system if you follow the instructions like if you just do what it says and you put in like your model number and everything what it gives you can't brick the uh, 3ds systems because there's a way there's always a way to revert it to your other to your old uh firmware using safe mode Hmm. so it's it's really cool, but I did find out, like, we were talking about doing your 2DS, your um, your Japanese 2DS. Oh, I'm not doing that one. There's no way. Uh-uh. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's it's not as good to do. Like, you can switch regions on it, 
but you the only way that you can like switch languages on there is by actually going in and changing the firmware to a different region and then that actually messes up some saves and different uh different kinds of like uh digital like hardwired in uh locks on it so you can't like access even updates and things like that that you would normally be able to through the eShop like if you like all the stuff that you've downloaded on the Japanese eShop you wouldn't be able to access any of that anymore and there's a really good chance you wouldn't be able to access even the updates and downloads from the US uh the North American eShop so it's it's not worth doing apparently on a just to be able to hack and get an English, get a Japanese 2DS in English uh, is not worth doing, but it is so far absolutely worth doing for um, for the the US 3DS I've ha- I have. Like I bought, they have 128 gig micro SD cards on Amazon for twelve dollars now. And so I was able to, so to do it, like to change memory cards, you literally just drag the contents of one to the other one. Like, and you can swap it out, uh, all the save games and, uh, like installed games and everything on there. Like it's, it's really, really, really easy. And so, uh, I didn't believe people when they said how easy it was because it was me sitting at my computer between editing articles where I just had my 3DS with the back open, the back case off where I could see the battery and get to the SD card. And it was just like, yep, pull this out, put it in the adapter. Yep. Hold these buttons to go to safe mode, put this file on, yeah, put it back in the 3DS, press the power button. Okay. It shows this, take this SD card out, put it back in the computer change this file <laughs> the, the rest this of this episode is just bj step by step yep. and i mean but, but i mean that's all it is like there's <laughs> not any kind of technical knowledge on it it's literally dragging files onto an sd card or dragging them off and restarting your 3ds like it's super simple and i'm really glad that i did it because i've been having a lot of fun with my 3ds lately uh because of that because there were japanese dragon quest games that i didn't know existed because of the way that i misunderstood like how they were released like you and i've talked about the terry's wonderland uh japanese eShop game on the switch and it's just a port of the game boy game right and so i thought that the 3ds dragon quest monsters remakes were just or games i guess were just ports like that one to the switch but they're not. They are full 3D remakes of Dragon Quest Monsters 1 and 2, and they combine uh, Terra and Kobe, uh, the separate carts, into one game on uh, the 3DS and the Japanese version. And there are uh, English translations for those that uh, are very good. Uh, same for like Dragon Quest Joker 3. Uh, the translation on it seems to be really good so far. Yeah, Um yeah, I remember you were talking. We were talking about Terry's Wonderland because you were like, "Dude, this one on 3DS is just like a, a remake or something." And I was like, "Yeah, I've got that one. Like, it's it's sitting back there on my on my bookcase, but I haven't gotten around to like you know diving into it or anything." Yeah, and I thought and you- that one hundred percent that it was a port of the Game Boy game, like the Switch one was. Uh, like I somehow this entire time have missed that they were actually 3D versions of them, but they make me mad because they're like Dragon Quest Eight and they don't actually take advantage of the stereoscopic 3D. 
the only oh, one of them uh, that really yeah. does. Well, two of them do. Uh, Rocket Slime Three and uh, Joker Three. Those have 3D and they're really pretty because of it. But uh, Terry's Wonderland doesn't. Which I mean, if you're playing on 2DS, it doesn't matter. But if you're like me with the 3DS and you actually like the 3D part of it, that was why I actually got switched out my 2DS to a 3DS. Uh, it's it's a disappointment because the Dragon Quest games are really pretty in uh, in 3D. Like the cartoony graphics and the cell shading like in Joker 3 is really, really pretty in the 3D. Yeah, I, Joker 3 is the one that I'm very jealous of right now. Um, you getting to play because it's, it looks really pretty. I've always loved the art style for it. And even though right. even though I, let's be honest, hated the first Joker game, and I, I enjoyed Joker 2 uh, pretty well. But like e- even, even considering all that, like Joker 3 just looks so like it's clean, so I guess. so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like it, I, I really, I, I would like to play that one. So I'm glad you're getting to play it. At least one yeah. of us is. I'll make sure to bring my 3DS when I come visit so that you can at least play it if you don't uh, hack one of yours before then. But yeah, it's really, really interesting. And I will say, though, the Dragon Quest or uh, the Joker 3 is the most frustrating of the translations because they didn't translate everything. And I don't know if there's a specific reason for it, but the uh, patch that I got for it doesn't have like menu, not all the menus and like, like messages that are, are, are translated. So it's like, you'll get these tutorial messages that basically instruct you how to use skill points with your, with your monsters. And they're still in Japanese. And I'm like, this seems like something that would have been nice to have in English. So I went to Google translate, did the image thing. And sure enough, it was how I thought it worked, but it was like, you translate the story and you translate all of this stuff, but it's like, you don't put in the tutorials and it was just an odd choice. Maybe it was a coding thing. Maybe it was some way that it was a real, real pain to swap out the characters. I don't know, but, uh, but it was a little bit weird to not have like all of the tutorials and messaging in English as well. But yeah, it was, it's really, really cool. The, uh, I've, and I've played a lot of the fire emblem, games i've got a lot of fire emblem games on there now that uh that i couldn't play before because they've never been released in english like mm-hmm. that's what i like this kind of uh homebrew thing for is because of that yeah i mean for sure i i think i would i don't know i might go for it sometime or just play it on yours <laughs> and there's there's a way for the the if you like just regular DS games like there is a way now uh, that I got it's a flash card that I put an SD card in and can just straight up play DS games off of it like there without any kind of emulator or anything at all it's just like they're running off the cart uh, so I've been able to uh, to do that some it's been fun able to get some of the uh, actually just a way to carry around some of the games that i like have a stack of ds games actual just regular ds games by my computer and now i have them on one flash card where i can uh, play like magical star sign and final fantasy 12 revenant wings uh stuff like that without having to constantly swap carts in and out yeah without having to like i'm picturing you in like your uh your big cargo pants and you've just got like a ton of like DS games in your cargo pants pockets. Yep. 
right yep, there, and you're like whipping them out. It's like wah 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 wah. Yeah, just, yeah. That that's what I do because I just <laughs> I just like like Scrooge McDuck has uh, like just coins like all the time they can pick up and just throw out. That's me in three D those regular DS cartridges. Just pull out handfuls handfuls of them. I, I was uh, thinking like Ninja Stars where you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just make it rain. Three uh, DS. Yeah, or regular 3D, regular DS carts. Uh, just to for people who maybe haven't done this before, don't know that much about it. Um, just to, I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but just to clarify here, uh, in order to play these games, you just download the file onto your 3DS, or do you actually have to own like an original copy of the game and then install a patch onto the game? Um, in the spirit of not <laughs> breaking the law you act, but actually you can just straight up play it off the cart on your uh on your 3ds like if you put in rock we put in the rocket slime cart that that i bought you and i could like one of the menu items i just go over to the patch like whatever the rocket slime three patcher thing they had that i installed and it just applies the patch to the cart and you can just play it um, because it region it region breaks any of the 3ds's so like if you have a Japanese cartridge you can just play that in on the American one and if you have the English patch you can just apply it without having to download anything else to your 3ds that's just through the SD card okay cool yeah like I want to and I know not on here but just like you know, like texting or whatever we talked about how it would be really fun to hear like your experience with slime mori mori 3 since you're yeah. playing english versus mine did i and send you the worst review i've ever read of anything where oh, they you did <laughs> you did where, yeah. there is a post on reddit and i apologize if you're listening to this person who wrote this i played uh slime mori mori 3 <laughs> so you don't have to uh, i don't recommend it person but you're wrong and you're the most nitpicky person i've ever uh, read a review of and stop it uh <laughs> Like that. That's all I can say. Like it is seriously the the most petty review of anything I've ever read. Uh, like the, talking about the, the, that the person point. is that person is listening is like, oh, you think that's petty and is just getting ready to. Oh, I'm sure. I, I, if like I had a Yelp page, review. I'd be getting Yelp bombed. I'm oh, sure. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure this podcast even like we're gonna wake up like the next day and and we're gonna have a one star review that's very nitpicky of us too. So oh, I'm you. I'm absolutely certain. <laughs> uh, and and it's it's the internet, of course it is. Um, but like it's it's a really pretty game, and you're playing on a 2ds, and so I actually feel like it's prettier on the 3ds because oh, I don't know if you can tell as much on. It's beautiful. I think it's I think it's beautiful on the 2ds. Can you see that it is 2D sprites laid over as much on 3D uh, like pol polygonal backgrounds? Because it the way that they do it on the, the, the 3D, it makes them look almost like a pop-up book running around. Oh, where no, it's that, really cool looking. That like is that, that is lost, yeah, on the 2DS. I have not gotten that pop-up like it's at it's all, really though. really cool and and I got to say like that is probably my favorite thing about it so like far. Pop-up book kind of like like Octopath Traveler. Kind of, book. yeah. Yeah. Except okay. much more colorful and but, yeah, not well, as yeah. headache inducing. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not all washed out. Um yeah. But 
but yeah, like, like kind of like that, where you know, the way that it stands out against the background isn't a like uh, distraction, but more of just a, you can see the depth behind it. And it's kind of going along like it's just really cool. Like it's really, really pretty. And the sprites are very good. Um, I haven't gotten terribly far in it yet just because of, you know, playing around with all of these different games uh, here and there. But but like I like I like it so far. I like and the translation, the translation team on that one did a really, really good job on Slime Warmory 3. Cool. And they included uh, jokes and puns. So I got to give them that sometimes that doesn't come across uh, and that I, I appreciate y'all. Yeah, and also I was just going to shout out uh, those people did an episode with Dragon Quest Slime Time, the people who translated oh, yeah, yeah. Slime Mori Mori 3. So uh, go check that out too. But um, but yeah, for the, the Slime Mori Mori 3 stuff, I, I was, I, I'm curious as you get further into it, like just how your playthrough is. Because with me, yeah, I'm you know stubborn, sticking with it in Japanese, just finding my own way. But I think I mentioned this on the podcast. I know I definitely told you like a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that I had gotten lost. I wasn't sure where to go <laughs> next that I'm yeah. like, that I feel like I'm at the very end of the game, but I, I I'm not sure where I'm supposed to go. And I'm just kind of just stuck. Um, oh. I, and I still am. I'm kind of lost and I need oh, to yeah? look up. I need to find probably like a guide. I'm sure there's a slime Mori Mori walkthrough online. Oh, uh, I'm sure like on game facts. If nothing else, I mean, I haven't, I haven't searched for it yet, but I think it's going to come down to that because I've, I've poked around a few times and then just got really distracted with other games, you know, like I was playing Final Fantasy V there for a while, and then lately I've been playing, I was playing Honkai Star Rail before that, and then right now I'm playing uh, Trinity Trigger uh, on PS5. Yeah. For some um, reason I thought you had beaten that already. No, I haven't beaten it. It's a pretty short game uh, for anybody listening. I know this is a tangent who is like interested in checking out Trinity Trigger. Like, I really like it, uh, and, you know, full disclosure, I was, like, sent a copy of the game, so I didn't have to pay for it. Um, I don't know if it's worth $60, because it's super short. It is a sh- super short RPG. Right. I feel like if I spent 60 bucks on it, uh, even though the day one edition comes with, like, an art book and a soundtrack and lots of cool stuff, uh, I feel like that, like, a 15-hour game might not, like, justify the whole price there. Yeah. Um, it feels a lot like Nino Kuni to me, but, like, not as good. It's, like... It, it's like if somebody kind of like put in it, like there's a lot of weapon customization. There's little creatures that come with you. There's crafting the way the world is set up. It feels a lot like a level five game, even though the names attached to the projects are like for Xenoblade and Pokemon and things. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so like there's, there's some, uh, c- cool things. It's got some really nice, like bona fides attached to the game. It's yeah. just that the, uh, the game itself, like the only complaint I really have is it's like a, it looks kind of like an old school mana game. Um, it it's feels really pretty. like, you know, Cooney and the AI is terrible. The AI for the other two characters in your party, like, like if you're not actively switching, switching to them to switch out their weapons because of an enemy weakness mm-hmm. or using stuff because of the way it's limited for what items they can use. Like you have to manually yeah. go in and improve them for only one item under a certain category. It's very, uh, it's kind of like, and it's to add to the, it's to make it more challenging because it's kind of like a dungeon crawler. Um, and so it is to make it more challenging, but at the same time it's frustrating. And like the AI, I've never, 
I don't think, like, to me, and I know to you, like, when we talk about terrible AI party members, like Donald Duck in Kingdom Hearts is probably, like, the worst of the worst. Mm -hmm. And I think they may be worse in this game. Like, they just don't really, they're constantly standing in AOEs. They can't get out of the way for anything. They're not programmed to, like, if there's spikes in the floor, they won't just, they follow behind you, you know, and they're, like, triggered by, it's just AI making them run behind you. But, like, the AI is not smart enough to be, like, Hey, walk around the spikes in the floor. They just like take mm. up, they just like run through stuff constantly. And so that's right. really frustrating. Uh, I do feel like the AI in the game is terrible, but I've been having a good time with it and I'm very close to the end right now. Uh, I'm I'm close to the end and I've gotten like just enough trophies in it that I'm debating about whether I want to platinum it or not because I think it's a pretty easy platinum if you've got uh, the time yeah. for it. So anyway, that's my whole spiel on Trinity Trigger. Uh, but but all of that was to say that because of that and because of being stuck in Slime Mori Mori 3, I haven't gone back to actually beat it yet. And, and it really pains me because I'm like right there at the end and I have to assume, again, assume being the key word here, that all I have to really do is go down and find the Platypunk pirate, Captain Morgan. I don't know what his <laughs> name is, but he looks like Captain Morgan as a Platypunk. I need to go find him and you know take him down and then i think that would be the end like i think that's where i'm at um and i've just got to to do it and i know people listening are like austin this is your own fault you're playing in a language you don't understand it's true and i know i know it's my fault but uh but anyway that's just that's that's where we're at right now <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this is what it's come down to it's like it is what it is <laughs> it is what it is it, that's true yeah for sure um so I just, I don't know. I am, I, so I'm very interested to hear like from your take of it because I want to yeah. hear about the puns and kind of the silliness because that part really gets gets lost um, because right. I don't pick up on the puns because I don't know the language. Like there's there's some hilarious things happening because I don't understand the language. Like in one of these weeks we talked about cabbages um and so it's like there's things like that where it's like it's funny just because i'm a mess <laughs> but it's not but it's not uh but i miss out on, on the humor that a lot of the right. Dragon quest games have and you know I, I got that with with dq10 as well even though there's some cinematics and like cut scenes that i was just using context clues on that uh-huh. made them funny i still like there's just not i don't know I don't know if, if anybody out there really takes it for granted about how much like puns and humor um, are in Dragon Quest, but if they do take it for granted, like please don't because that's such like a key element to Dragon Quest games. Right. And my one my one quibble, to borrow one of your words, uh, with <laughs> with playing these in Japanese is just that a lot of that DQ humor is totally lost on mm. me, um, especially in a game like Slime Mori Mori Three, where there's not all these very uh, like coordinated uh, cut scenes that are playing yeah. out in front of me and everything. It's not like DQ10 cut scenes. <laughs> Whenever there's a Slime Mori Mori 3 cut scene, it's not like it's not on the same level as no. Dragon Quest 10. So so I don't know. I'm very uh eager. So you did so you did Slime Mori Mori 3, you did Joker 3 right. at Terry's Wonderland. I felt like there was another one. And uh the the Terra and Kobe Dragon Quest Monsters 2. Like, I started those, but I've not played much of the Monsters games at all. Gotcha. Okay. I thought I was thinking there was another one that you had told me you were 
getting, but maybe oh, not. Dragon Quest? Yeah, I may be thinking about you talking about builders on the Vita, because I know Yeah, because I, I, I've got Vita. builders on the Vita now to give a shot. So Yeah. Uh maybe that's so what I was, I'm thinking of. Yeah, you can and, and the thing is, it's really cool. Like they shut down the Vita store, basically, but if you have PlayStation credit on your PSN account, like you can add it through a PS4 or PS5, uh, you can still buy PS3 and Vita games uh using that on their native stores so if you have a ps3 uh game or a uh, vita game that you want you can still go on and buy it you just can't buy it like add money through those platforms anymore gotcha so i was able so i was able to get some of the ones that i've been wanting to play on there uh because i thought that they were completely out of the out of reach uh anymore because the the Vita physical copy of Dragon Quest Builders is absurdly expensive. Yes, it is. I haven't looked at it lately, but I know whenever I was looking into to trying to get uh, to get that to get a Vita and yeah. Dragon Quest Builders for Vita, um, that it was already expensive, and that was like mm-hmm. three three or four years ago before before the bubble really uh expanded (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it hasn't burst but you know it got bigger how much how much is it now uh last i saw it was like 150 to 200 dollars i think oh okay just for the game just for the game yeah yeah that that's dumb but also not as bad as i thought it could be now the dragon quest oh that's actually cheaper uh the dragon quest metal slime vita itself uh mm-hmm. the Japanese that's the one edition, i wanted i want it so much uh yeah dragon quest builders is about 149 uh from what i can see the japanese versions are obviously cheaper but the english versions because you know english uh <laughs> You can get the Vita, the Japanese Vita, right now for uh, two sixty four, uh, but it's a Japanese one. But you can get it. I keep eyeing it and looking at it and wanting it, but I'm like, I can't justify that cost. Yeah, the metal slime was so pretty, though. It does look really pretty. Yeah, I do like that one. But yeah, the the builders uh, ones are about one hundred and twenty nine to one hundred and fifty. It looks like. So is there, um, for 3DS, Japanese, Dragon Quest games, is there one for Theatrhythm? Uh, yes, there there is. I have not... Uh, actually, I don't know if it's Dragon Quest. I think it's a Final Fantasy one. Oh, that, well, that's weird. Those are in English. That There's a different one that I saw that was like an English patch. Um, hmm. I thought all the I thought all the Theatrhythm Final, Final Fantasy games were in English now. I don't have it. I don't have the 3DS on me right now. Uh, it's in the other room where Jennifer's working out, but yeah, it's uh, there was there was some kind of th- theatrhythm game on there. Yeah, it's got to be Dragon uh, Quest. I mean, that's maybe the only, that's the only one I think that's still in just Japan only. And, and it might be the Vita that I'm thinking of with like the I know it had Itadaki Street and uh, Fortune Street and stuff. Uh, are on you there. are you playing going to play theatrhythm DQ? Because I know you really hated the Final Fantasy. No, one. I hated the Final Fantasy one, so I'm not going to even try. <laughs> It's like I, I'm not a rhythm game person, so I'm not even going to give it a shot. Like I don't, I know I would bounce off of it. That's a waste of my time. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, I I get it. You're not a rhythm game person. As someone who has kicked your butt in Guitar Hero before, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, you, I'm, I have no rhythm. I've I've got nothing. Yeah. 
Okay, that's cool. I, I really like it. I think the Theatrhythm game you played, though, I will say I think it might be my least favorite. Oh, really? Theatrhythm game. Yeah, I was just like, there was just like too much and it was all too samey. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we're talking about the uh, the this last one um, that came out. Can't remember the name of it, the full name of it, but uh, mm. Final Fantasy Theatrhythm that came out on like Switch, PS4. Um, that's the one we're talking about. Yep, that's the one uh, I tried. Yeah, the demo of it's, whatever it is. I I liked it. It was just like the, it seemed like they really went for quantity, and there was a lot of songs that I'm just like, like I, like One Winged Angel. I'm like, yes, this is an iconic song that like pretty much everybody on the planet loves. But I also don't need like all these different versions of it that really don't sound right. all that differently. Um, and there, and that's like an extreme example. Like there's less iconic music that's like repeated and mm-hmm. it was just kind of like eh, like i appreciate them including like these hundreds of songs but at the same time i, d- I didn't need all of it <laughs> like i didn't yeah, need that many. i get it yeah and so i think that was kind of my thing too but i mean i, I mean i like theatrhythm games and i really enjoyed theatrhythm dragon quest but that's why i was wondering if there was an english version of that one available just for anybody yeah. listening who might want to get it but also because that's the one out of any of these that I feel like even if you don't know Japanese, you can easily just pick it up in Japanese and play yeah. it because you know how to time your button presses and to drag when you got to drag it and stuff yep. like that. I mean, it's not like um, super difficult. So cool. Fun, fun. Yeah. Good times. What yeah. about Dragon Quest Eleven? Is the 3DS version. Is there an English I patch for that? I don't one think there's an English patch for it. If there is, I haven't been able to find one because I was looking for it and I've not seen anything regarding it in English. Yeah, I've never heard I've never heard of there being one. It seems like that would be like big news if there were. Yeah. But also I'm just thinking about how much you and I both love the 3DS 3D yeah. um, sprites and like the, the Yochi Village stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't. I think you were down here with me when mm-hmm. I was playing through that stuff. Yeah, and so it's like I know we really liked that and liked the style, but you had to go back home, and I just kind of—I uh, don't want to say suffered—powered through uh, it, powered long, through it yeah. longer in Japanese and everything uh, after you had gone too. So an English uh, patch of that would be, cool yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've looked uh, to see if there's one because you can get Dragon Quest Eleven for the 3DS relatively cheap. But again, I don't want to power through it in Japanese. I want to play it in English, but I do think it's a really cool version. And uh, so if y'all are translating things out there and want to get a, a ROM hack of that one, uh, would would appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I think I think for me it wasn't such a big deal because I had it was coming off of uh, beating Eleven. So I'd already right. like I, I knew where stuff was. And I, honestly, I can't remember if this was after I beat Vanilla 11 or if it was after 11S had already come out. So I'd already beat like, a couple remember, of versions yeah. of it. I feel like it was only after Vanilla 11. But either way, it was like it was a game that was still fresh on my mind. And that made it much easier because it was like, oh, yeah, I remember. I have to go talk to stupid Gemma in the village right now. <laughs> <laughs> um and and just stuff like that, you know, where I knew where to go. So I think. Why don't that you did. tell me how you really feel? She's just so boring to me. Yeah, I'm. I know people. I know there are people out there who like her, but I'm just like she's just such a dull like stand-in for like your childhood friend. Mm. Like if I if I were friends with her, I would get bored with her immediately. <laughs> I'd be like, sorry, my mom says we can't hang out anymore. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> That's just cold. Yeah, it is cold. And especially, I mean, we're in a very small village, so she would see me all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Be like, hey, hey, Austin. Be like, I can't talk to you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. I'll get grounded. Yeah. Don't talk to me. I'm the dog spawn. Yeah. <laughs> you sure are. Yeah. But anyway, um, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Next week, we're going to be talking about our DQ day predictions. That's always a fun one. Yep. Um, even if we are always left sad after the fact. That's true. Uh, remember, you can talk to us on Twitter at Dragon Quest FM. And we also have a Patreon page. And you can find that at patreon.com slash Dragon Quest FM. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Professor Beige. Uh, we're on Discord at discord.geek2geekmedia.com and go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM, like Austin said. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye.